micro story. Welcome back to the Bard Rock Cafe. It's a Thursday edition micro story coming at you hot. Uh, if you listened a few days ago to episode 16, they were called Pen Shooters. Uh, you know that story involves Collins, one of Collins' childhood best friends, Nathan. Uh, we got in touch with Nathan. Na- <laughs> keep it, keep it. <laughs> we got in touch with Na- Nathan. Uh, who Nathaniel. Nathaniel brought his side of the story uh, a little... Um, another perspective that adds a little texture, a little color to call inside. And so Nathan shot us a really well-worded email, and Colin is going to read that today for a quick little micro story. All right. Uh, subject line, Operation Get Colin to Splashtown. And this was sent to our Bar to Death email, connectedbartodeath.com. Hey, guys. Here's how I remember that trip going down. In junior high, we had the very rare chance to go on a Saturday field trip with the band to Splashtown. Now, to set the scene, Splashtown is a discount water park in our hometown. What this means is the actual water content has shifted to contain mostly urine, but just below the amount that would consider it a cesspool. However, as a child, in the scorching Texas heat, it was the closest thing to heaven that any of us had ever seen. So, needless to say, we were extremely excited for this trip. Finally, the big day arrives and we're losing our minds with excitement. All of us except Colin. You see, somehow Colin had managed to get a Saturday detention the same day of our Splashtown trip. There was hope, though, because Colin's detention was supposed to get out a few minutes after we were supposed to leave. His only chance to go was to make it to the buses before they leave. So he still had a small chance of going with us, but a lot of things were going to have to go right. We were waiting in the band hall for the buses to get there so we could leave, but there was still no sign of Colin, so I was starting to get nervous. I had no idea how I was going to stall, but fortunately the band director handed me the solution. I was standing by the back door, so they asked me to go check the parking lot to see if the buses were there yet. So I took a stroll to the parking lot. And by stroll, I mean I walked as slow as possible. (laughs) When I got to the parking lot, my worst fear came true. The buses were there. I had no idea what I was going to do. Colin wasn't there yet. We couldn't leave without him. This was a a once-in-a-lifetime trip. So, very slowly, I walked back to the band hall, and as I do, it hits me. No one else had seen the buses. So, as far as they know, they were late. I got back to the band hall and told them they weren't there yet which was met by a simultaneous groan by all the other kids. I had done it. I bought bought Colin enough time to get there, or so I thought. A few minutes later, the band director decided to go check instead of leaving it up to me. They now knew that the buses were there, and it was time to load up. Once we were on the bus, I was panicking because Colin still, all caps, wasn't there. Out of sheer desperation, I yelled, I forgot my towel, and ran off the bus, back to the band hall. I pretended to find my towel and slowly walked back to the bus. Once I took my seat, I was out of options. It was over. (laughs) We lost. I love that. (laughs) 
Then right before we pulled out, I look over and see Colin sprinting to the buses and yelling for us not to leave. It was the greatest triumph of my young life. Signed, the Splashtown hero, Nathan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. It was over. We lost. We lost. Um, And I'll say this too, text message from Nathan today. Um, So he sent us this email, Ryan, before the episode was published on Monday. Mm. So he didn't know what my version of the story was that I told. Um, So he sent this to me last week. And and here's what he sent today after listening to to the episode, after listening to my side. Ha, 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 ha. I just finished today's episode and I forgot that I refused to get on the bus when I came, when I came back from quote, getting my towel. And then he says, he says, I didn't lay down, but I just didn't ever get on. And that's when, (laughs) just standing there. That's when Miss Royal figured it out and got mad. (laughs) So that's, that's all the text said. And, um, I think he's, I, 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 I mean, I remember him distinctly lying in the middle of the road. He, <laughs> he doesn't remember that. I have no recollection of him just lying about the buses being there. That's pretty funny. What do you think? Either Ryan? way, he was lying. He either lied about the buses being there or he, he laid in the street. Either way, he's a true friend. Isn't Nathan a cop now? Uh, no, he is not a cop. He was, oh, he was considering it. Um, and is no, he's not currently a cop, but okay, that would have been wish, really funny. Yeah, I wish he was because <laughs> cops are just people like two, who were once kids who laid in the street. I think he does some sort of like loss prevention or like something in like security or like I mean, it's definitely in that same vein. So it's it is still pretty funny. Nice <laughs> that he's like trying to prevent it. bad stuff from happening. <laughs> this exemplifies a great truth about stories, which is especially stories that are older and how memory kind of enhances certain parts and um, embellishes even a little bit, like something about this 10 year memory, maybe more 15 Mm. has caused you to remember picturing Nathan laying there and he doesn't remember that. And yet it's not a lie. It's just kind of how memory warps a story a little bit and bends it and it turns it into a little kaleidoscope. Mm. Um, but the, you're right. The ethos, the truth of it remains, remains the same and shared. Yeah, it does. And I, and I think that like, so I actually texted Nathan last week and I said, um, I said, Hey man, thanks again for sending us that email. You know, your side of the story is hilarious. Retelling my side of it really reminded me how grateful I am for your friendship over the years. And especially back in the awkward days of junior high. And his reply to that was same here, bud. It made me start reminiscing and telling stories to Ashley. Ashley's his wife. And I was just kind of like, Oh man, that's it. That's the bard moment right there. That like, that is bard core. He's like, he's telling the stories now. I love it. I love it too. Thanks, Nathan, for for sending it in. <laughs> yeah, thanks for delaying the buses, getting me on the field trip, and um, for your side of the story, buddy. I was actually, final word, I was in AP Environmental Science with Nathan, I'm pretty sure, in high school. He had That's the right. coolest hair. His hair just flowed. <laughs> it was like shoulder length. It, <laughs> I used conditioner. He, he had like the Bieber comb over before he, it was cool. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I had used conditioner <laughs> to try and get on uh, Nathan's status and I felt <laughs> so terrible so much frizz you yeah yeah he's got beautiful blonde hair that's true yeah keep it up Nathan I <laughs> assume it's still going strong oh it is 
<laughs> All right. Thanks for listening uh, to this micro story. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. It doesn't have to always be related to a story that we told. Um, this one just happened to be. So uh, <laughs> keep flooding us with your stories. Thanks so much. Bye.